Yeah, I think just being open, you know, is is so much fun and being open to all of the, what what makes Peloton special, whether it's the breadth of, of, of different instructors, whether it's just high fiving some random person or, you know, like you indicated, I, I'm a big Reddit person. So I joined the Peloton um, Reddit community and I get so much great information there. And I think that that really enhances it. So like the more you do, the more you get back. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Hip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 194. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hey, hey. Hello. That was different. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep you guessing. I was like, have you been watching reruns of what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, I- that would have been, isn't that a different sound? Isn't it like, wait, now I think I'm getting all of my 70s was- show. I was going to go, hey, hey, hey. That's Fat Albert. Yeah, so I had a whole hey, different. Hey, hey, yeah, it's fat. Where where what's happening was uh, Dwayne would be like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I did. I don't think I even know that one. You don't know what's happening. I mean, I know of the show, but like, I don't have like I, I an forget, image in my head. I forget too that you're like you're like a little bit younger than I am, a little bit younger than I am. Why do your fingers keep getting further and further apart when I say that? You're a little bit younger than I am. But so like that was. The older we get, the less it matters. So like when I, like that was on when I was like eight or nine years oh, old. Yeah. And you would I have been like one or a two baby. years old. So. <laughs> and there was a reboot that was like they reboots aren't new. They rebooted that show in the 80s called What's Happening Now. Yeah. I got nothing. But uh, but you wouldn't have watched it because if you didn't watch the first one, why, why would, would you, you have watched the reboot? Why would you care about the reboot, right? Nobody's watching Cobra Kai if they didn't watch Karate Kid. Oh, my God. Cobra Kai that is would, so good. That would be weird. It would. So there you go. So anyway. Uh, I'm like all intrigued by my new yeah, webcam. We got you a new fancy pants webcam. But now the clip out logo is like really faded. I can't see it very much. <laughs> I think we need to brighten it. Okay. Okay. That's something we'll work on. All right. So uh, before we uh, get uh, too far afield, uh, we should also probably remind people about uh, the stuff we've been doing on Clubhouse. Yeah. So every Sunday, 4 o'clock Central. So it's 5 o'clock for Eastern and uh, 2 o'clock for Pacific. Uh, We are getting together on Clubhouse. We're going through some of the bigger topics that Uh we covered this week. And then uh, we open it up to any Peloton questions. Yeah, and it's a great way for you to talk back and chime yeah. in. And think I mean, of it like we get to do the show in person, like you're listening to it with us, right? So, uh, and if you haven't got a clubhouse invite, swing on by the Facebook group for the club out, and there's people out there helping people get their invites so they can get in over there. Yeah, and uh, so two things. One, I just need to send out another thank you to uh, Stacy Kaplan and Lisa Silverstein. Yes. They have been amazing yes, with getting people onto Clubhouse. Like these ladies, when they decide they are doing something, Oof. they get shit done. Yes. Uh, and then I also want to mention that if you are on Clubhouse, make sure you follow the Wellness Club because that is where we're doing our shows out of. So if you if you click on the icon to follow every time a new topic pops up in the wellness club 
And as they grow, there will be more. Mm-hmm. You will be invited to those. And if you want to follow me, you just click on the little bell. And every time I start talking, you'll know whether what? you want to know or not. I'm there. It's kind of like what it's like uh, for me <laughs> when she starts talking. Oh, you're going to know. Oh, Tom. I know. <laughs> I know. So uh, also, uh, I will say, I guess, continuing the shameless plugs. Don't forget, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you find your podcasts. You can find us. While you're there, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you'd be so kind as to leave a review if you're enjoying the show so people know that maybe they too would enjoy it. Yes. Uh, here's a sample review. Yay. So you have a template. Yes. Great for Peloton fans. This is from Tammy in San Diego. I love this podcast almost as much as my Peloton. It's all the latest news and information about Peloton for those who are really into it and for those who are just getting into it. The hosts are married. Yay! Oh, who knew? Yeah, Uh, she rides. That's who knew. (laughs) She rides. He doesn't, which sounds weird, but he brings oh a professional radio experience to the table and is seriously funny. Oh, I like Tammy in San Diego. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> She's his straight man, and it just works. One of my favorite podcasts. Keep up the fun and good reporting. Tammy Barnett and her leaderboard name is Rides for Naps. I love Tammy. She always says wonderful things to us. So, so, so thank you very much. Thank you for all the support, Tammy. We greatly appreciate that. And uh, where was that in the shameless plugs? Oh, Facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget to sign up for the clip out newsletter at the And we have a fancy pants YouTube channel like all the kids. I'm, I'm pretty much the PewDiePie of <laughs> Peloton without the racism. I hope. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so. uh so go over there, youtube.com slash the clip out. You can watch these shows in all their HD glory. You can see Crystal with her new, even better webcam because the one in the MacBook that all the Apple people pushed on her is kind of shitty. It's not uh, terrible. It's definitely better than my old one. But this is amazing. Yeah. So um, so anyway, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton stock ticker. So joining us once again from Run, Lift, Live is John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? A.K.A. Grandpa Shark. Yes. <laughs> going on? Don't sing it. They'll make us pay a royalty. Uh, uh, I got no money. We know, we know the feeling. So I got kids and grandkids now. I got no money. It's all over. So uh, before we jump into the financial aspect of Peloton stuff that you uh, always talk with us about, we should probably say a little congratulations to you. Yeah. For... Uh, you uh, had a very fascinating post about the man fortune the man fortune, and it went viral. It's up on my screen right now for people on the YouTube channel. They can see it's at 19,000 shares. Right. Not comments not- and reactions. Shares. 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 Is that crazy or what? It is crazy. Like crazy awesome. I mean, right? just to be clear, it's well deserved. Like yeah. this post, like it got me. It got me because... It's something that, like, should be something I know, all of us should know, and I had no freaking clue. Like, and so, on the one hand, I feel really dumb, but you educated me. So, so um, we should probably ask for you to give us a short synopsis, because the people that haven't managed to see it yet yeah. might be a little confused. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, every year around January, I put out posts relative 
to Martin Luther King Day and his birthday. And then I lead into February and I put posts out about Black History Month. Sure. But this year was kind of a different year, right? Given the, the, the events over the last few months leading sure. into sure. Um, 2021. So rather than the inspirational, aspirational type um, Black History posts, this year I tried to focus on things that might get folks thinking about where they may have unconscious biases, where that may have come from, how we draw those lines between those dots. Um, and, and those things tend to take you back in history. And you're talking about things that maybe weren't taught in school. And, and so that's what this was about. And then also, because of the pandemic, I can't travel. In past years, I like go to D.C. or I go to Memphis. And my post has like context from a different place. We're kind of stuck in Connecticut. Erica ain't let me go nowhere. So I had to find stories that were relative to Connecticut. This story is one relative to, um, I won't tell the story. You guys can go look at the post if you like and share if you, if you, if you can. Um, it's more or less about um, a slave in Connecticut who died, who drowned uh, back in 1798. And then his master at the time, who was a doctor, took his body, cut it apart, and used it for training other doctors, which were his relatives. And over the years, his bones were passed down. People were trained. He ended up in a museum. It's like a long history of how a person's enslaved for 60 years, and then they're used for monetary gain after death. And how the mind, the mentality of a people leading all the way up to 2013 could see that as appropriate and eventually come around to think, well, this isn't appropriate. Right. Right. And he was eventually buried some 215 years after he died. So they they were I just want to make sure I understand it right. They were using his bones like like the skeleton you would see like in In a a, a classroom. Like if you think of like like this is a weird place for my head to go. So excuse. But like when I think of like when the three stooges would do their wacky classroom settings and there was always a skeleton in the in the corner. Right. That like I never gave any thought to like where that came from like i just assumed somebody donated their body to science and and i always thought they were just like made of something you know like like a plastic mold i know they weren't made of plastic but in my head that's what that was you know i never uh yeah right so back back at the particular time in connecticut it was very hard to get cadavers i mean um there were certain rules and so it was essentially illegal but if you owned a slave i mean that was your property so i mean they so, died or somehow what something happened right you could do that and these so and they was it, so doctors needed cadavers and his slave died and boy so, and doesn't that, that really kind of like show you like the hypocrisy of that it's like oh they're not the same as people but their bones are identical and we can use use that for for medical there's research a lot to, unpack to show how this. to work on <laughs> on people yeah right quote unquote. right and then and, Exactly. And um, and then as you yeah, as you dive into the story, yeah, there's a lot of different contact. I've been getting messages from all over the world, people who are seeing this story, and they come at it from different angles, right? You could take talk about the medical angle or or how these people, you know, people of color were perceived leading up into the 70s and into the 2000s, like how the perception of, of them. Um, and so different people come are coming at it with different thoughts of what it showed them about our society, how we may think. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been wild. A lot of, um, a lot of uh, doctors have hit me up, medical professionals, and they've kind of used the story in kind of uh, proliferating it within their, their industry. Educators. I had a woman who was the Connecticut teacher of the year in 2020, 
she hits me up. She's like, I'm from Connecticut. I never heard of this. And like, <laughs> so she's talking to me about it. Like, it's just been a wild experience. And this is what I wanted, but I didn't really expect. Like, right. I wanted the story to proliferate. And I wanted people to talk about it and come to a different understanding of where their thoughts and perceptions may be coming from that may align to unconscious type biases and where there may be true systemic racism, right? So, and it just happened to be, you know, you swing every year. Right. I actually hit the ball. <laughs> I'm shocked. I hit, I hit it. I hit it. Yeah. You, run. You, <laughs> run those bases. No kidding. I'm run, I'm run now. I thought, just real quick before we move into Peloton stuff, I thought it was really interesting that it kind of shows you, like, society's evolution on the issue, right? Because it starts with, like, well, let's not. Let's not let a dead body go to waste and we'll right. we'll learn medical stuff from it. That seemed reasonable at the time. Like, right? right. And then and then eventually somebody was like, Hey, maybe this isn't so cool. And then right. and then he gets moved to a museum so people right. can hear this story and learn it. And that seemed reasonable at the time. And then eventually somebody's like, you know, you you pretty much just propped up a dead guy over here and put a plaque next to him. Maybe oh, oh shit, maybe that's not so cool. And then they right. didn't know what to do, and they just right. put him in the basement for like 45 years. Right, like every step was like a weird kind of thing, like right, the use from for medical kind of training, right? And then the the, the yeah, the, the propping them up in in a museum next to slave tools, right? And then he's there for thirty years, like, and then they go, that's not right. Well, let's put him in a box and throw him in the basement for another thirty years. Like all of it is, it makes you think, like what? It what, does. Who are we? What what are yeah. we thinking? And it was also weird too, because at each step, it's like. It's someone trying to do the right thing, yeah. but still not. You know what right. I mean? It's it's, it's well, as you really said, it odd. shows yeah. it shows that what society thinks is the right thing keeps changing, and right. so we keep moving the goalpost of what actually is right further. And we should, just right. to be clear, yeah. And um, and so we're getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're closer. I mean, we are. Yeah. It's, that's a you good know, thing. It, it's funny when I do these stories, you, you, you have these different angles, right? This one has kind of the gruesome kind of maybe uncomfortable mm -hmm. piece to it. And from my pr perspective, it's intended to do that. And it's intended to make you think, and it's intended for advocates and people whose mindsets may not align to the fact that there is systemic racism and unconscious type biases. It's intended for that group. Whereas in the past, the stuff, some of the stuff I would post would be more intended for like, you know, stuff you tell my, I tell my daughter right. to inspire her right. or lift her and like what she could do or who she could be. So the one's very positive and the other one's kind of, and so when Black History Month comes and you choose one of these sides, if you choose to help steer mind side, you can get demonized. People can hit you up like, why are you being so negative? Right. Like, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm talking to a different group of people, right? Like, and so, you know, it's a, it's a touchy thing, you know. Totally. I got some people hitting me that up that way as well. I have, sadly, I have no doubt. So, well, you know, you know, John, I think you've been doing this long enough and longer than than we've been putting this podcast out. But, you know, somebody's always got something to say about everything you do. <laughs> that they do. No doubt. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it was amazing. So yeah, thank you for really sharing. Cool. Very, very yeah. interesting. I appreciate it. Follow up on the 22nd. 
I, yes, I can't wait for that because you've been hinting at it's another piece of the story. And Ooh, I'm like, I didn't know there was more. Yeah. He oh. said there's oh, a lot there's more. more. Oh, there's more. Oh, see? I can't wait. No. <laughs> Part two, February just, 22nd. Yeah. <laughs> Mark your calendars. Definitely. So uh, moving into Peloton stuff, they announced that they're adding people to their health and wellness advisory council. Yeah. So both of these people, so we've got uh, doctors uh, Heather Irobanda and Pooja Lakshman. And so they're both obviously doctors, but Dr. Irobanda is a board certified OBGYN and Dr. Lakshman is a board certified psychiatrist, but she specializes in perinatal psychiatry, which can I just say I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know that that <laughs> I was... didn't know either. But I mean, it makes sense. When I started looking at the... Well, when they first announced the Health and Wellness Council back in September, it was, uh, what, neurologists and like cardiopulmonary. Yes. Like all five were are people in that arena, which I guess makes sense. It's exercise. You want to talk about your heart and your veins and stuff. That all made sense. This now is... It sounds like it's very geared towards... Like, you know, what Robin had gone through and folks were and some people were hitting her up neg- negatively. Right. They were like, why are you working out? And, you know, I don't know if that's good for the baby. And now Peloton has brought in an OBGYN and this perinatal psych- psychologist or psychiatry um, doctor. And which I think both of those things are intended to kind of speak to that. Topic. That's what I kind of got from it. I, I would agree because as you read on, it talks about like IVF and and like some of their specialties that they deal with. And so, you know, that was part of Robin's story, too, of not necessarily having an easy time getting pregnant. I don't know if she did IVF, but but in in general, that she didn't necessarily have a, a super easy time getting pregnant. And so you have that piece of it. You have the piece of like being healthy, exercising while you're pregnant. And then you have like all the, the programming, like what kind of programming for what people to cover. So right. I, I totally think you're right. I, I do think that's what it's geared for. And and I think that's great. I, I love that. Now, I think that's awesome. It aligns well. It does align well. Um, it's it, I'll be curious to see what Peloton does with this because if they go down this road and they want to like make programming all the time instead of just like pieces of it I'm thinking there will have to be more instructors added at some point like you can't just you can have a section of classes and be like we're going to have these 10 prenatals and we're going to have these 10 postnatals but if you want to keep fresh content right you know she Robin already does the tread she's already doing the bike so like there's only so much a person can do <laughs> and they can't have the poor woman getting pregnant every time they want pregnancy class exactly <laughs> you're gonna have to get pregnant you <laughs> chop chop robin yeah we're not a team player <laughs> oh, but you might way. be happy with that though drew might be he too. might be he might be they might be like hey he might be like hey big family let's do it <laughs> no no <laughs> but if Robin doesn't want to, can you imagine being the one to tell her she has to? Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's going to mm. be a thing. No. Yeah. No. That's not how it works. Nobody on this planet gets paid enough to tell Robin no. <laughs> no. No. Well, it'll be interesting to see like what uh, what all that turns into. It will. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited to see it. And then also. Uh, so You we... were all about controversy this week, John. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just coming at me from every angle. So we, it's been well established that Biden has a Peloton. Yes, but yeah. it turns out that that Kamala Harris 
does not. Yeah. She, but she does have a bike, but it's not a Peloton. It is not. It's so <laughs> is this the now I'm not I haven't really been paying a whole lot of attention. Is this the unity thing they're all talking about? <laughs> is this what the, yeah. that means? I was trying to write when I read this, I was trying to write up a funny post about it. <laughs> Without being political <laughs> and not getting anybody to yell at me, I was struggling. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just just to be clear, the goal of this is not to be political. We're poking fun at that inside of one party, there are, are two opposite sides of of the exercise divide. <laughs> Great. So, so, so Kamala Harris was interviewed for this article, and she's talking about her routine or her workout routine. Now that she's in Washington and um, so, you know, talks about what she's doing now that she's there, what's different. And at the part of the article, she says, well, you know, I get up in the morning and I do an ellipt- elliptical. And then after that, I, I do I do soul cycle. And right that just shocked me right there. <laughs> well, huh? Say what now? Well, wait, 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 president's over there. He's got the Peloton bike. <laughs> you know, yeah. you all could share. Like, it's- <laughs> you, guys, you guys talk about your workouts and then you over there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just found it humorous. It is humorous. It is. Well, especially with, you know, the, I mean, that's the one that's owned by the big, you know, up. if you go up the food chain of the conglomerate, it's owned by a big Trump supporter, right? Yes, that, right. Is, that is true. So that, yeah. you and know. Multiple angles of, of irony and, and humor in this. Yes. Totally. And we're, we're going to stop with that because I... <laughs> 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 yeah, because we could go a whole bunch of different we angles. Could. We could. We could. But, <laughs> yeah, it just it, you would think that uh, you you would think Biden be trying to talk her and get a Peloton. You just would. because the Peloton people are so passionate. Not that SoulCycle people aren't, but, but like, like you right. would think Biden wants the referral code. Hello, touche. Well, I'm thinking. Call me crazy. I don't feel like he's buying a lot of leggings. Well, that maybe he wants to buy one a pair for his wife. Maybe a pair of nice shorts. Like you don't know, Tom. You don't know. <laughs> you would think, though, that that she would almost have to end up with a Peloton because, seriously, yeah. I'm, there's yeah, no joke okay. coming here. I know sometimes yeah. it's hard to tell. Um, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I don't trust this bastard. <laughs> I don't know. He's you can tell because the tip of his nose isn't pointed down. He gets... He oh, okay, gets okay, 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 okay. So... <laughs> Now I'm trying to point. I know. There it goes. (laughs) So, okay. So I would think she'd end up with a Peloton just because if they're going to trick out his Peloton to be a secure exercise bike. Then make the same modifications. They would just be like, you ride a Peloton too now. We're not doing this to a Soul Cycle 1, 2. Like, we're going to, once we figure out how to do one, that's the one we're going to do. And now you ride a Peloton. Deal with it. I don't know. That's the downside of being vice president. (laughs) I, I like that. Then, then what they need to do is set up a little local area network so they can just compete. Just Ooh, the yes, and then <laughs> we as we as home viewers we can watch. I would love that. <laughs> the first family cycle, <laughs> <laughs> the first and second family cycle. <laughs> battling, battling on the leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, finding those stories and sharing them with us, the Peloton ones and the non-Peloton yes. ones. And uh, until next time, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook um, and my Run, Lift, and Live page or my Run, Lift, and Live group. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live or at runliftandlive.com. Awesome. Well, thank you. Bye, Grandpa Shark. <laughs> Talk to you later. See you okay. later. Bye.
Bye. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. New content. So a new beta aspect popped up on, I guess, what, the iOS app? Yes. Okay. Yes, and it appears to be only the iOS app. Okay. Um, and uh, since it's beta, you know, we can expect that it's here and going away, just to be very clear. Okay. Um, but it is super cool. So you can go in and schedule, like, you can choose what classes you want from the live schedule. Okay. And put it on your schedule. And you can also choose on-demand classes and put them on your schedule. You can also share each of those classes individually with your friends. So you can let them know, hey, I'm taking this class in 30 minutes, want to join. Or you can post it on Facebook, I'm taking this class, want to join. Um, and uh, once you have them scheduled, you click on the schedule button and everything that you've scheduled shows up in your schedule. Interesting. And then you get reminders on your phone, hey, your class is getting ready to start. That's pretty spiffy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I am, I feel like, 
this will turn into um, stacks being able to be sent to people eventually. That's okay. just a guess. Um, and then I also feel like uh, this will be rolled out eventually to all platforms if it go if the beta goes well. If people use it, you know, the best way to get a beta feature used is or to come back is to use it a lot. So if you guys like it and you want to see it, tell all your friends, get them to use it too. And for all of you asking, yes, I'm sure Sessions is coming back. Like, I feel very <laughs> confident about that. They're just making some tweaks to it. And I guess while we're talking about that, we should talk about uh, something uh, Bob Tremore came across. Yes, and it is directly related to Sessions, so that is great timing, Tom. Thank you. Um, so Bob Tremore found this, as you said. It is a patent uh, that Peloton has had out there. So apparently it's been out in the like public domain for a while, but it is now approved. Okay. So it is... A scheduling feature that is going to allow you to see your friends that are online. You're going to be able to schedule sessions and you can also schedule private sessions. When I say private sessions. It sounds a little dirty. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Well, people keep interpreting that as they can like request a private one-on-one session with an instructor. Well, that's adorable. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> like like I think it's a great idea. Like I would love for that to be a thing, right. but I don't think it's at all yeah, logistically doesn't... possible. Right. Um so uh just to be clear when I'm saying private sessions the way I interpret that is like not that you would be riding the bike, Tom, but hey, I'm going to do this ride. I'm inviting you. No one else can now join us riding this ride. Right. Um, and, and it would be on demand only. And that might be a great way as more and more celebrities oh, great. are on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if they, you know, if if they wanted to share their leaderboard but not let people see what they're doing. That's they, a good point. They can just do private sessions. That's a very good point. Yeah. So um, we will see what comes out of this but uh, I think that that is a very cool thing and obviously I don't know when it's coming but we do know during the most recent earnings call John Foley talked about things coming out soon right and also you know we do have homecoming coming soon and we know they're making announcements of some kind so do with that what you will yes last year I thought there was gonna be a big announcement and there wasn't so you never know I don't (laughs) (laughs) Peloton stock ticker. What? A second stock ticker, Sweeper? <laughs> That's craziness. <laughs> we probably should have talked with John Mills about this, but uh, well, we I stacked it weird. It's my fault. <laughs> Well, because I don't have the bike. I'm not good at the stacks, right? I'm not good uh, at that's, stacking. That's true. So that's, that's true. You know, that's yeah. the price you pay. So Peloton did a public offering trying to raise $600 million. Private which, offering. Sorry, a private offering, which made a lot of people say, the hell? Yes, they did. And they raised it to $850 million by the end of it. Because in that New York Times article where John Foley talked about drinking water from his hand, he also talked about um, uh, blowing his nose with $100 bills. So <laughs> um, we're not quite sure, like, why do they need the money? Yeah, well, and so if you scroll down, this article gives a pretty pretty clear indication of why. Now, just, just so you know, we had a couple of people that reached out to, or that posted in the in the clip out group and i think that they were right one of them was was mike kyle one of them was michael jarenka and uh both of them said that it's because of how low the interest rates are right now that that like you would be as a company kind of dumb to not get debt super cheap right now gotcha. why you can um and that like encapsulates everything that's said here um what they say in this article a little more drawn out is that they've committed so they they're generate 198 million in operating cash flow 
so their cash flow after you take out their capital expenditures is down to 128 million from last quarter. So on the balance sheet, they had 2.1 billion dollars, and they also have a 250 million dollar revolving balance. Okay, it's undrawn, but we also know that they've committed 100 million dollars to work on their supply chain. Okay. And that then they have money that's allocated, that money is allocated toward the freight and expedited ocean freight. The company, however, has been struggling to keep up with demand. We know that. In addition to the freight costs, remember that Peloton announced in December it would acquire Precor, and that's another $420 million in cash. Okay. So that's going to obviously change everything going forward, how much they're able to keep up with stuff. But, um, that transaction is expected to close soon, and it's going to take a while for Precor to ramp up. So the proceeds from the offering are going to cover the Precor a- acquisition and the investment into the expedited expedited freight costs. So might as well do that on a very, very low return. Gotcha. And um, I know some people were trying to posit that like, oh, they, they have all this, they're doing so well, but they're borrowing money. It must be bad. But- one, if you're doing poorly, people don't want to participate in things like this. And, and people fought. And this thing sold out like, I mean, super fast. Super fast. Yeah. And it went. that's why it went over because they started at $600 million. It immediately got raised to 850 and it went over $1, $1 billion. Yeah. I mean, I, for, I, like I read a separate article that said that it sold out so fast that the public offering is being uh, the de- it's being delayed in deliveries by eight to ten weeks. <laughs> That's how long it will take you to get. If only John was here to see the <laughs> the nose. Um, so yeah, um, but uh, it went over cap, and John fully tweeted about it how how great of a job that they did. It was all like debt that people were bidding on, so it's not like it could be publicly traded. But um, somebody said, and I have no idea if this is accurate. I'm just. Going by what one person said, I did zero research that that once that debt is underwritten, it can then find its way to the marketplace. I don't know that that's true. I'm just telling you what one person said. Gotcha. They'll sell it on the secondary market. Yeah, I, I like guess. Uh, like leopard print sports bras. <laughs> Seven hundred and fifty dollars a share. Yes. <laughs> per bra. So the uh, Peloton. Tread this week arrived in Canada and it did. in Allie Love's house. It did, yeah. Like Allie Love, a lot of people don't know this, she lives in Canada. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't, but um, yeah, so she... <laughs> I probably should have crossed that out. Um, so this was posted in the tread group and not everybody's thrilled that ah. Allie Love got a tread before everybody else. But uh, but she did. And, you know, maybe she ended up in one of the zip codes. They said it was she only going to be a few zip codes. Yeah. Maybe it's because she's an instructor. And I, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't shock me that one of their instructors can get to the front of the line if you work there. Like if I want to get concert tickets for where I work, I pay for them. But. I'm sitting pretty sweet seats. <laughs> that you are. That you are. I'm not sure I would post about it on social media, though. That's fair. But I have posted about our awesome seats, so maybe I there, would. There you go. But either way, uh, lots of people are also very happy for her. Yeah, totally. So whatevs. Um, it is what it is. But I think more importantly, uh, the install dates on these treads have been fabulous, at least what was reported the first day. Right. Um, so it was released on 2-9, and people that started messaging me, they were getting install dates on 2-13 through 2-17. They were thrilled. Thrilled. Yeah. Interestingly, um, if you go over to the UK and you look at their website, tread shipments have now shipped. They've slipped by two weeks. <laughs> so it was four to six, and now it's six to eight. So... 
come on, Peloton, keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> well, and ultimately, though, I guess it seemed like the biggest problem wasn't even how long it was taking, but that it was taking that long. And then when it was your turn, you were told, oh, nope, sorry. It, and that's still the big issue yeah. over in the delivery group. Those uh Shipments are getting better You're hearing a lot more positive stories But the people that are still mad Or the people that ordered in in October and sure. September They still don't have their bike yeah. Like today That's yeah, a problem That would be frustrating <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I can't argue that I cannot I can't either Islands.com had an interesting article About wellness Is how it's uh, That's the big uh, growth trend I guess And they were talking about Uh Gym fitness pods They were and so If you're wondering where You want to go during your Next vacation that we're all allowed To travel safely right um, I feel like this is a really Good place to put on your top 10 List top five maybe top Three my top list um, It is, is this in your Ho- way of saying you want to go you yeah, want to Go there I do okay um, it's in Hawaii It is the Grand Walia and uh, It's a Waldorf Astoria Resort they have not only Pelotons, but tonals. How about that? And they have pods so that when you work out, you're working out in a pod in for the tonal at least. Yeah. And um and so when you're done, like you're in there by yourself. So you're you're sweating all alone. Mm-hmm. You're not breathing your nasty sweat everywhere. Right. Or exhalations because you don't breathe sweat. Touche. But you know what I meant. Yeah. And uh, so. That's pretty darn cool. So I'm just saying that we should probably go there. Plus, it's gorgeous and it's, it's in Hawaii. Like it, it's it, kind of a win, win, win. It is nice looking. I will give you that. So just saying. But I mean, Peloton and Tonal. Hello. When Peloton, Tonals, and Pods. We do all three of those things. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and then once again, Bob Tremore. Bob's back. Bob is back. Uh, has uh, an update about Peloton and Australia. Yeah, so there's been lots of buzz about Australia lately, but uh, this one is like pretty locked and loaded because Peloton, he, he was able to confirm, Bob was able to confirm that they have actually not only registered, but like there are build out plans happening in a very specific location in Sydney. So we, what do we know about that? We know that it's a showroom. I do not think that they are putting a studio there. There's okay. nothing to indicate that. Um, but my guess is they're going to be broadcasting out of either the UK or out of the US and be like broadcasting those classes to Australia on Australia time zones. Gotcha. Well, that is important because that will change the timing of rides for people. So mm-hmm. we're going to get a even regardless of where they broadcast from, we're going to get a wider variety of classes. Sure. So that's pretty exciting. And in Australia, you have to pedal the bike counterclockwise well don't do that because you will ruin your pedals <laughs> do not listen to tom <laughs> i think that goes without saying at this just, point you know but you know there might be some person out there if we're attacking a peloton commercial because of the baby crib thing i feel like <laughs> which i'm not disagreeing with person who's annoyed at me um but i i just think that like for reals we need to say you cannot pedal your right. at least your bike plus backwards i think it's okay on the regular bike Anyway, though, um, very cool. And then did you see the message I sent you? Because right before the show, there was an update to it. I don't think you ought to open my messages here on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) No. 
<laughs> well, he had a list of more countries that were uh, that that Peloton has. They have put whatever this is, some kind of business plan. And right. I, I don't know what they call that. A request to do business there. How does that work? I don't know. OK, hang on. Uh, they followed for trademark global IP trademark tracking. That's what this is. Sorry. Gotcha. OK, so other countries, Israel, Switzerland, Mexico, New Zealand, Philippines and Australia. Interesting. I thought so, too. Australia was um, right up there. Mexico and Australia were both kind of next to each other timing wise. So the other ones were requested before, though. So like, don't feel like that's going to happen in any certain order because I don't. Australia was the last one. Gotcha. Means nothing. Alex Toussaint is celebrating five years at uh, Peloton. Yeah. So on Monday, he had his five-year anniversary ride. I remember when I started at Peloton and the instructors had their thousandth rides. Right. Yeah, they don't do that anymore because they have so many rides. Yeah. But um, five years. Like, first of all, that Peloton's been a thing. And second of all, that Alex is been has been there for five years. Totally. Uh, that's really, really cool. So congrats. And apparently during the ride, I didn't get to ride it live, but apparently there were tears from Alex. <laughs> oh. He was very emotional over it. So it's really cool. And then it was uh, revealed... Like just after we got done recording last week yeah. that Cody Rigsby has COVID. Yeah. And um, so then on Sunday when we were doing our Clubhouse episode, uh, somebody was mentioned on Clubhouse that like he taught Sunday morning. So on Friday or Thursday when he posted, he was like, I'm sick as a dog. I don't know when I'm coming back. I'm canceling the next week of classes. And then he was back on the bike on Sunday. Well, that's a fast recovery. Well, he's had it for a couple of weeks. Okay. Like but to feel that bad on Thursday. Totally. To no, totally. Teaching a class on Sunday. And I think he still took it pretty, for Cody, took it pretty sure. easy. Uh, maybe not for me taking it easy, but for Cody, it was taking it easy. Yeah. And uh, so then he posted after the class, he's feeling a lot better. He's headed in the right direction. So yay. Well, that's good. Definitely. Congrats. And then speaking of stories that broke right after we got done recording, it uh, also came out that uh, Jess Sims is a Reebok brand ambassador. Yay! Congrats! I'm like surprised she didn't already have a deal like this in place with somebody. Yeah, um... I guess because she was a teacher before she came to Peloton. Like, I don't I don't know the exact timeline. But right. I don't know that she had enough time out on her own to get to that part, get to that point. But either way. Yeah. So exciting for her. Yeah. I just love her. She teaches the best classes. Well, I don't know if this is the right place to say this, but I've actually been working on my own deal. And uh, yeah. to, I'm going to be uh, it's like something I, with chicken nuggets I, with Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. With. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's going to be a brand ambassador. For Are you going to walk around wearing like chicken nugget? You're going to be a chicken nugget billboard. Yeah. They have special hoodies for me that have chicken nuggets on them. And <laughs> that actually would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, Tom. Thank you. Well, it's, you know, it's not official. We're still trying to hammer out the details. Well, you know, you shouldn't talk about it until it's a done deal. Oh, man, I hope I didn't. Well, if it doesn't come to fruition now, we'll know why. <laughs> it's because I, I jinxed the whole deal. You did. But you know what? What deal wasn't jinxed? DJ John Michael is engaged is engaged to Brian King. And should we tell people what I said when I found out? <laughs> sure. I was like, I didn't know he was gay. Like, <laughs> I was I like, where have you no been? Clue. I mean, I never gave it a thought one way or the other. Yeah, like, I was and, just and like, I was oh, just su- how about that? I was just surprised because I follow him on social media. So if you follow him on social media, it because of his pictures and yeah. his openness. Well, and I don't do the Instagram. That's true. So, that's true. That's a good point. So like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, how about that? So 
So here are some pictures for the people on our YouTube channel. Yeah, those those rings are gorgeous. Yeah. They are nice. That was I would I remember when we got married, like nobody ever wants to see the guy's ring. I had one person say, Oh, that's a nice ring. Say, let me see your ring. Which was <laughs> and I thought this was fascinating. It was someone who was gay. It was like, oh. I want to see you with your and I was like, You're the only person who wanted to see my ring. So <laughs> so the, for the people you're missing the camera. I there know. it is. So there it is for the people watching YouTube. There's my ring. It just it's looks this... like you're flipping them off. No, I, it's my ring finger. It's literally my ring but finger. But it's like, it's not solid. It's not. It's, it's not. The, the camera isn't zooming in very well. There, there it is. Oh, there we go. Much There's better. my ring. Yeah. So uh, if anybody cares, nobody ever cares about the boy ring. So, so I'm glad they posted pictures of their rings. I am too. I'm happy for them. And congratulations. They've been together a long time too. So that's really cool. It's really awesome. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So back again uh, by popular demand, Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's couples therapy and with Dr. Jen or VH1's family therapy with Dr. Jen. I know we do. Yes. We just pounded through. All I combined anything we six missed, seasons. Anything yeah. we missed, we are now completely caught up on. We have watched the oh, whole I, thing. The whole thing beginning. <laughs> I to love end. that. I love I get a text from Crystal. We need to talk about family therapy. We need to talk about <laughs> we need to talk about this person. Like, yeah. I know when, whenever she yeah. wants to text you, we need to talk about family therapy or we need to talk about couple therapy. I'm like, you capitalize those words so yeah. she knows. Everything's okay here. Yeah. <laughs> she instantly knows. Yeah. She just knows. Oh, yeah. So, totally. Uh, where was I at in her intro? Long running radio show with Dr. Jen. Uh, yeah. Four best selling books. No more diet apps. Stuff like that. She does everything. And, and uh, we have. We should remind people in case they're unfamiliar. A huge Peloton fan. Like the like. She's not just I'm here because she loves her Peloton, just like the listeners love their Peloton. That's how our paths cross. Yes, so, Doctor Jen. Yes. Hi. Having, My pleasure. We are so happy to have you. And we have another question from our clip out group. This Great. one is from Tracy Porisoff. Hope I am saying that correctly. It's yeah, Tracy. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and Tracy asks, how do you push yourself when it's so easy to just get on the bike, get on autopilot, checking your emails, reading news headlines, etc.? Oh, that's very it's a very interesting question. And to me, the last part was the reveal. OK, if you're on your Peloton and you're checking your news and your emails, then you're not allowing yourself to have that time for yourself. Ah. And when I first got my bike, because I got my bike before my tread, I, like I remember like the doorbell rang for like a package and I was like kind of annoyed that there was no pause button. And I know there's some talk now about possibly a pause button. I have very mixed feelings about it <laughs> Same. for the very reason that, that once I got on the bike, I realized I'm making a commitment to myself to see this through and that like unless my bladder is going to burst, I'm not getting off this belt like where the house is on fire. Like I'm not going anywhere and this is my time for me. And it really helped make a boundary. And it sounds like this person needs to give herself the focus and, you know, at the risk of sounding like a psychology cliche, the self-love to have this time to herself without the distractions of the news, which is very stressful right now, taking care of other people on her phone, like doing all these other things that 
what I hope for her is that first that she can carve out that time to herself, that she can put her phone away, that she can, I'm, I'm actually in the process of making a sign to put on my door, like mom slash partner is on the bike. Like, please do not disturb unless the house is on fire. <laughs> you may hear me laugh. You may hear me cry. I'm okay. It's like, just let me be. <laughs> like, because I, that time is so important. And well, Peloton is not therapy, it's therapeutic. And I think it's really important to have that time to take care of yourself and to focus on yourself. So that's, that's the first part. The second part is if you feel like you're on autopilot, even once you put down your phone, then what you want to do is kind of check in and say, like, what do I need right now? What is the best possible self-care? We're in a pandemic. People have enormous stress right now. There's a lot of financial insecurity, uh, just a lot going on, you know. So for one person, actually being on autopilot may be good self-care. But if you feel that it's not, and you feel like, you know what, I really want to grow, I want to get better endurance, I want to get stronger, I don't want to just coast, then I think you need to look at what's holding you back. What's holding you back from pushing yourself a little further? Does it make you feel anxious? Are you worried that you're going to let yourself down? Are you being a perfectionist where you are feeling like, well, once I open that door, it's Pandora's box. And if I start pushing myself that maybe I'll go too far, maybe I'll disappoint myself. Really look at what is holding you back and what's preventing you from pushing yourself harder. You know, there are some people who need to push themselves less. And we took a question from someone the other day that really needed, was pushing way too hard to the point where she was going to burn herself out. And I think on this, on the opposite end of the spectrum, someone like this, who's just going on autopilot needs to look at, is this in my best interest? What is in my best interest? And if I want to be able to improve my endurance and my strength and my flexibility, what do I need to do to accomplish that? And I think it's, it's very okay to have some days where you just coast. I think sometimes those days are actually really important. And sometimes we need to kind of coast in order to take a big leap because our bodies kind of almost need that break to kind of catch our breath. And then the next day you get like a PR. So I think that really looking at what is in the best interest of you physically and emotionally, and given the circumstances that we're in, in a pandemic in these bizarre times, what is the best self-care? And if you find that you answer those questions and you're not able to push yourself, then you may want to do some self-exploration and even, you know, some, some therapy of like, why am I not taking better care of myself? What's holding me back from accomplishing what I want? What is preventing me from doing the best possible self-care for myself? Awesome. Wow, yeah. That, so much to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, before we let you go, remind everyone where they can find you. You can find me on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, everything on at Dr. Jen Mann. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I post all of my Peloton workouts on my Insta stories. Awesome. Thank you. Peloton in the news. Yahoo Finance is reporting that Peloton will be participating in the Goldman Sachs Technology and Internet Internet Conference, and I kind of dozed off reading that. <laughs> well, what really matters is that, is that it Thursday... has the word sack in the title. <laughs> 
It's the only I, thing that kept me awake. I was about to nod off, and I was like, "Sack, oh, technology and internet companies." <laughs> On uh, Thursday, February 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern, attending for Peloton will be John Foley and Jill Woodworth. Uh, You can catch the presentation on the webcast live. um, And afterwards, uh, it will be archived for 90 days. Okay. So you can check it out. The Washington Post had an interesting article. Peloton makes toning your glutes feel spiritual, but should Jesus be a part of the experience? Did you read this? No. Well, it's Washington Post, so I didn't even have a access to it. But um, I gathered from other people, and it is just gathering, that this was a conversation, maybe a little criticism, about uh, the Sundays with Love. Gotcha. Uh, and so some people felt like they should branch out a little bit. It shouldn't just be based on Christian tenets. Now, so she does, it's not actually Christian, but it's obviously like... She's Christian, and so it has that flavor, even if she's not explicitly saying Jesus. I had one person explain to me that they felt like it was Sunday school. Okay. And that's why it feels Christian to them. Gotcha. I am not saying that's accurate, because yeah. honestly, I've taken this class one time, right. and it was there the very first one. And so I don't know what it's like now, because I haven't done it since then. I don't feel like I can speak to that. Yeah. I have had a lot of people weigh in on this. Some people love it, and they think... It's great. Some people feel it's a little too, like I said, Sunday schoolish. Some people feel like it really should should kind of embrace more of it should more obviously embrace other religions. I truly I, I don't know. I'm just telling you what people say. Yeah. And it seems to me that there's so many like there's so many other classes. It's a, to me, it's just another version of when someone says I don't like country music or I don't like DJ rides or like, whole, you know, not to bring the lord into it but jesus there are so many other rides <laughs> go take one <laughs> well and and there's certainly that aspect of it too i, yeah. I heard a lot of people saying that as well um so we i don't know see. i don't but, know there's there's a lot of different religions you know that ride at peloton absolutely and, and you know i i will say that I, I i i tend to talk to and i feel weird speaking like for other people but i right. tend to talk to a lot of people who are jewish mm-hmm. and i get that perspective a sure. lot and that perspective kind of is well you know, we when we do holiday rides, it's all Christian holiday or secular holiday. Mm-hmm. You're not really you're not really celebrating Hanukkah That's or right. any of the other religions. I mean, there might be one song here and there, right. but it's not it's not the same. So like I think some people might feel like you're kind of ignoring these very sure. large groups that, that live yeah, within it, your it see it like I don't for me. And I know it doesn't matter since I don't ride the bike, but for me, it's like I don't think the problem is the existence of her class as much as it's the lack of existence of other ones. That was definitely my take. I mean, that's yeah. that's everything I'm hearing. That's the people who are irritated by it. That's the general take. Like, yeah, they're not upset those classes exist. They would just like something a little more geared toward them. Yeah. Then again, where do you stop too? I mean, I I don't I don't have an answer for that either. So yeah, because because maybe other teachers don't make maybe other instructors don't want to teach those classes. That could be. I will also say, like, if you look at historically th- through the rise of uh, of electronic media, putting on my mass communications hat here, I don't <laughs> think do it very often. That's what I got my degree in, and it's pretty much worthless. So allow me to show off a little bit. You really don't see other religions. Going down this road like you don't see uh, like rabbis having TV shows 
on Saturday mornings the same way mm. you see pastors having TV shows on Sunday mornings or and you know and I'm not saying there's absolutely no example of it but like certainly not to the degree that you that you do and you know and, and you don't really see it with with Muslims or it's it it kind of almost feels unique to Christianity. So That's a good point. I think to some degree it's also kind of not in the DNA of those religions in quite the same way to go on television, to go on the radio and like have a service or or what have you. Right. And so so if I hear you correctly, you're like it it just doesn't occur to people to focus on it in that way. Yeah. Like it's, it's my guess, yeah. but I, you know, but I don't know. It's an interesting debate. It is. Absolutely. See how many letters I get about that. I know. You'll also, probably get some examples. And again, we just want to clarify. Yeah. We're not saying there's no examples. We're saying yeah. it's just not as many. It doesn't pro- proliferate in quite the same manner. <laughs> do, you how many, do you know how many Apple TV shows I've heard about since you said there were no Apple shows that people know about in the same way that people know about Netflix? <laughs> and I still haven't watched a one. Yeah. <laughs> not because they're not good. We just have, we're in the middle of a lot of shows. Yeah. We don't change well. We don't. Not to not to Apple. Look how long it took, guys. <laughs> Baby steps. Checking out the competition. So there's been some updates in the Peloton versus Echelon lawsuit. Yeah. So um, at first, whenever uh, B. Sweetlow put this out, uh, she thought that this was a brand new lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And I pointed out to her like, hey. There's already a lawsuit, so I, but the date was confusing because it was February fifth. So, right. so she kind of looked into it and she found that it looked it looked as if Peloton had dismissed all claims related to two patents that had been asserted against Echelon on February fifth. Echelon then agreed to dismiss their related counterclaims, and her in, her take on this was that it left one patent left. That they have claims they're still on. fighting over. Yes. Gotcha. Um, so she's going to dig into that some more and let us know. But that is where we stand at this moment. Awesome. And, you know, we talk about uh, different uh, competitors a lot. Echelon comes up all the time. Here's one I feel like we haven't heard much from. That's true. And it's uh, Beachbody is going to become publicly traded. Not only are they going to become publicly traded... They're merging. This is a very interesting thing because okay. they're merging with Forest Road Acquisition Corporation and Mix Fitness. So Mix is the bike that John has mentioned often, John Mills, and he's talked about that they're like anti-Peloton. They okay. don't, they're the ones that are like, we don't want any of that social crap gotcha. on here. And it's the white bike that looks, it's the only one that looks really different from what Peloton looks is like doing. Huffy. Kind of. Um, and then I don't remember what Forest Road is doing. But um, now take all of that. There's a merger and they're going to become publicly traded. So they're kind of joining forces. And the interesting thing is I've never thought of any of these as competitors. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I, it kind of sounds like they want to create some sort of platform and, and that does a lot of different things the way Peloton has evolved into. Mm-hmm. And Beachbody can do the off bike stuff and then mix will bring bikes you know what i mean it sounds like that's what they're trying to create it does um but i'm i'm really curious how they're going to go about this for a couple of reasons um so i'm not sure if you're aware but beachbody also has a nutrition con like a whole line that they sell and it is most assuredly an mlm product gotcha like most assuredly gotcha they are 
not everybody who sells for them is aggressive, but there are a lot of people that mm-hmm. are super aggressive. Um, and, and just to be clear, the Beachbody uh, fitness programming, I had it for about a year and I actually really liked their programming. They have good content, you know, um, Tony Horton and P90X and all right. that like it all came from Beachbody and they're an amazing company. I just never really thought of them as doing anything uh, that's like technically really a competitor for Peloton because their content is all about like not putting new workouts. It's like, here's this workout set. Here's the set of workouts. Do this for 28 days or do this for 60 days and you're going to see results. Now go buy our new one, you know, Um, or go get another one from streaming. Um, And so to me, that's not really that's not really apples to apples what Peloton is doing. Right. I don't know what they'll do going forward. I find the whole thing very interesting, though. Yeah, it will be interesting to watch. And will they continue their nutrition line? You know? Yeah, hmm. it's tough to say. Well, uh, moving along, Equinox is partnering up with Whoop and Apple Health to give you a hyper-personalized workout routine. So I, from my general perusing of this, it sounds like... Oh, good, you read it. A, a little bit. It sounds like they're they're trying to use Whoop or Apple Health to integrate with Equinox, and so it can kind of curate classes like, oh, here's what you've been doing, here's what you should continue to do, or here's what, you know. Is it basing it off of like your recovery score and things like that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it says by linking Equinox with your Whoop, you, it provides a red, yellow, or green recovery score every morning. Um, and then with the addition of these new next level connected experiences, members will better understand what workout they need that day, even if it's not the one they thought it, they wanted to do. So maybe you were going to do Soul Cycle uh, on the Soul Cycle at home bike, but when you wake up, you didn't sleep so well, so you should do a pure yoga class later instead. Interesting. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept. It's it. I, to me, it sounds a little bit more like a gimmick than a true benefit. Yes, I would agree. I would. And 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 I love my Whoop. Like I'm. Yeah. Wearing it right now, just <laughs> to be clear. But but the thing is, is that I think you can. I mean, the whole point of it is that you can kind of do that on your own. I mean. Maybe people who are beginners don't know that. I, I don't know. But yeah. like if you if you have a recovery score that's real shitty, you should not be doing a hard workout. And it that's that's what the red, yellow and green mean. Like, I yeah. feel like that kind of already tells you that. Like, yeah. Like it's not too hard to extrapolate from that right. piece of information what you should be doing that. day. Right. And yeah. like and, and I would I would say to their curating, you could still do a, a class that day, but maybe you do like a uh, an endurance class, not a hit it hard class, you know. So, yeah. I mean. You could still ride, but ride in zone two, not totally. zone five. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just my take on it. I, I agree. You said it perfectly. Gimmick instead of actual pure benefit. Thank you. You're welcome. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. So, Lizzo was uh, spotted on <laughs> a Peloton tread this week. She's so funny. I guess a tread plus, we should say. It is a tread plus. Yeah. No red line. And uh, also, she uh, kind of started a, a little bit of a challenge because she's singing while she runs oh and so uh some of the other instructors started kind of catching on i saw Kristen mcgee did a 60 minute run and she was trying to sing and she was like no <laughs> well i think it. she called out miley cyrus yeah in a yeah, friendly it, way yeah yeah, yeah it started she, with miley that's yeah. right yeah <laughs> and i'm not super up on my lizzo but has she lost weight is it just the angle she looks a little it's, thinner here i think so but honestly it <laughs> This sounds terrible. She has too much clothes on for me to tell accurately. <laughs> it's not like you're seeing her in concert. Right. Yeah, when we saw her in concert, 
You had to see the there were less more. clothes, so yeah. I could more accurately tell. Um, it's hard, honestly. It's it's got one of those fisheye angles, so totally, it's kind of yeah, hard. Yeah, it's coming at it from a weird angle, yeah. so yeah, it's it's hard to gauge. But it, she does look like she's she's lost a little bit. It, so I agree with you. It's just hard to say for sure. Yeah. But either way, you know, she's she's very body positive. So. Absolutely. And my guess is she's about fitness, not necessarily about weight loss. Yes. And I I don't I I find it. Hard to envision her wanting to get down to a hundred pounds. Uh, yeah, you know I what agree. I mean? Like I, you know, I mean, maybe she does. If she does, that's her call. It's just that's my gut says that, that she's that more just about being healthier, yeah. not necessarily about being a stick. I could see that. And then finally, uh, the Ben Aldis AMA went so well mm-hmm. that it looks like Reddit's doing another one yep. with country music superstar <laughs> Chase Tucker. <laughs> Or tread instructor Chase Tucker, who, by the way, is super active over on the clubhouse. Yes, he is super active. Even popped in our room the other day. Yeah, he he didn't come up and talk, which is fine. But it was totally. nice just to have him in the room uh, listening to people. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so make sure that uh, you get a chance to check that out if you like to visit the Reddit. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Tori from Peloton Closet. Hey, Tori. Hi. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I think people uh, are going to be very excited when they hear what we're going to talk about. So I was going to do this in a different order. But since since we introduced you as Tori from Peloton Closet, we have to start with what is Peloton Closet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Peloton Closet is my Instagram account where I search for all of the outfits that your favorite Peloton instructors are wearing. So I'm combining my love of fashion with my love of Peloton, and it has been a a fantastic marriage. Um, And much to my surprise, a lot of people have responded. I thought when I started it, I would have, you know, like three girls I knew and (laughs) five people from Reddit. And um, I'm closing in on 5,000 followers uh, six weeks into this project. So wow. it has resonated. <laughs> um, and you better believe I don't have 5,000 friends. So um, it's, uh, you know, resonated with people in a way that I did not expect. Oh, my God. It resonates with me. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't resonate with me, cause, but it's not designed to. But when she, when Crystal told me about it, I was like, well, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, had, I had not come across your uh, Instagram account yet. And Gina Mitchell, one of our listeners, who's a, a good friend of ours, she she immediately was like, this is fascinating. And I was like, well, it sure is. <laughs> so awesome. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Like, how does that work? Do you do reverse image searches? Yeah, that's do you what just I know. have like some sort of rain man like superpower where you just know exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's so many yeah. fitness brands out there. <laughs> yeah. OK, let me just say. I'm really good at shopping. Um, <laughs> you know, some people are, are amazing bakers and some people can pick stocks and make a fortune and some people promote world peace and I can shop. So um, that's, you know, I'm going with God, what God gave me. And it's a combination of all those things. I spend a lot of time on the Internet, um, you know, especially during COVID with kind of the number of activities that I normally engage in um, curtailed quite a bit. i like to shop on the internet and see what's out there. And there, definitely, Tom, there have been moments where I have that Rain Man thing where I like, I just 
stare at a sports bra and I'm like, that's PE Nation. <laughs> um, okay, See, you know what? I'm going with what God gave me. I, I wish I had some other skills, but that's what yeah, I have. because I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been known to stare at a sports bra, but... <laughs> I've never made that connection. I normally am just like, why do my ribs hurt? And I realize it's because Crystal is punching me. <laughs> like, you might not want to admit that you're staring at a sports bra, Tom. Um, I just do it for comedic effect. He does. He's actually not at all like that. <laughs> so that's just fascinating to me. That, so you can, you, and a lot of times you can just look at a, an item and just be like, I know where that's from. It starts to become familiar, just like, um, you know, I assume that both of you, you know, have wardrobes and there are certain styles that you like. And, you know, when you look in your closet, you probably have a good number of items from, you know, whether it's Banana Republic or, you know, name any kind of manufacturer. That's your personal style. So like a good chunk of your wardrobe is going to be from a certain place. And as I start to follow the instructors more, more closely, I sort of start to know, okay, if it's Allie Love, she's tending to wear a certain brand. So I'm not looking necessarily for that needle in a haystack. Many of them have either have a brand deal. So they're wearing to some extent clothing from different manufacturers that they um, partner with, or they just have like a personal style. And um, so it's not as hard as, um, as it could be if it was just sort of like an infinite universe. Sure. It's a more limited universe okay. of, of items. For many instructors, there's right. some there's some who give me a really hard time. Is, who, who, yeah, wait, so wait, who, wait. Who, who gives th- you a hard time? <laughs> um, I would say one of my absolute favorites, Jess Sims. Oh, because yeah. um, she shops she from is, everywhere. She is all over the map. She doesn't seem to have a particular favorite brand. Um, she'll just like wear anything, and I I couldn't love her more. But I wish she could be a little more consistent because she's tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there are certain pieces that I've been just looking for forever and I haven't found. Wow. So. Interesting. And backing up a little bit, I thought it was to how polite is she when she pretended like I have some sort of style. I know. Yeah. I was like, I was, no, no, he doesn't. I don't. It's, it's which hoodie is <laughs> which he wearing? Which hoodie am I wearing today? My, <laughs> right, right, right. My style is pretty much like, well, I can't wear the Universal Studios hat with the Disney World hoodie. <laughs> like that's... It's like Granimals for nerds. He does have matching <laughs> sneakers, though, so, you know. <laughs> we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is where, that's where I end. That's as, that's, that's as far true. as I'm going to get. So um, do you do the men, too, or is there not as much of a demand for that? At this point, about 98% of my followers are female, yeah. and majority of the requests I get are for female fashion, but I am a, like... I'll shop for anybody. Sure. Um, I have been getting a handful of male fashion requests. And, um, you know, I love our, you know, Peloton male instructors. Many of them tend to sort of stick to the Peloton branded items or like a basic, a Nike short, uh, an Adidas top. Right. So they're not as, let's say, fashion forward uh, necessarily now. Cody, I take it all back. He is like, <laughs> he is rocking the looks. Um, so he is an outlier amongst his peers and have found some really fun things that, uh, you know, he's a little bit more of a fashion plate. He just got a brand uh, deal with Adidas. So I imagine we'll be seeing more Adidas on him uh, coming up. And Adrian has a shoe thing. So definitely uh, his sneakers are like 
off the hook. He, he really does a lot with that. So, but for the most part, the majority of items that people ask me about and the majority of items that are kind of fun for me to post about are on the female instructors. And that makes sense. I think especially from the end, end user, I think most men, when it comes to that sort of stuff, when it comes to their workout clothes, they're more function over form. Yeah. You know, I would, I would agree. I mean, obviously there are exceptions. Sure. We don't, yeah. we're not, we're not yeah, trying to insult right. any men yeah. out there who have their fashion down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love those guys. And uh, I hope more of them will enter into the Peloton studio and enter into the Peloton closet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, which of like, do you have a favorite instructor to follow their style? Oh my gosh. That's like, picking a favorite child. Um, I have to say, I just, I respect Jeff King so much for just letting it, letting it fly. You know, she really is, she's an entertainer and I think she's not just promoting fitness, but she's promoting an experience and her clothing really, you know, what you're seeing on the screen, it's about her looks just as much as her music and her words and, and the exercise. So she is so fun. So I really respect what she's doing and okay. how she's making clothing part of her brand. She's working with a really cool designer in um, out of, coming out of Texas who was on um, Project Runway. And so when you see all of those cool looks, uh, they're often designed by this, this woman, Brittany Allen. She was like two seasons ago on Project Runway and, you know, really outrageous stuff, really fun. And it's very cool to see just using her platform to promote someone who's doing, you know, really innovative things with fashion. So she's, she's definitely a favorite, but I'm not going to commit to just one favorite. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. So then on the flip side, is there anybody where you're like, what are you thinking? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, no I, I will say, um, I think that the, each instructor, you know, and what I love about Peloton and taking classes with Peloton is that, there's so many different kinds of teachers and everyone has their own style and, and what they bring to the table. Um, I would say that um, Jen Sherman is someone who really, you know, I think we all know like her, she's kind of that Jersey girl. She's all business. She wears, I think 99% of the things that she wears are from the Peloton apparel line. Mm-hmm. She's not, you know, she is as different as it can be from an instructor like Jess King, who is using fashion as part of her brand. I think Jen Sharman's brand is very much like put on an outfit and like get her done. And, and I totally respect that. But she's also not appearing on my page as much. Sure. No, that makes that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to kind of fast forward back to Peloton since we yeah. we'll, we'll dabble in some more Peloton closet questions. But of course. How did you originally find Peloton and how long ago was that for you? Like, do you want me to start from the beginning? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I, um, okay, so um, I have, I'm an early adopter of the sort of the boutique fitness and the celebrity, um, you know, fitness instructor world. I, um, I'm kind of old, um, but, you know, I'm really immature, so it's cool. But um, <laughs> I grew up... <laughs> I grew up in the 80s in a uh, teenager in Los Angeles. And, you know, we were unironically wearing the spandex and the, uh, the leg warmers. And 
I went to one of what I think is sort of the model for the very first type of boutique fitness and celebrity fitness, which was the Jane Fonda workout um, in Beverly Hills, California, and took classes with probably the instructor who, at least in Los Angeles at the time, was like the prototype of what a Peloton instructor is today. It was this guy, Richard, very famous. He got a brand deal with Reebok. It was a big deal. All the mommies were, you know, taking his classes because he was super cute. I mean, he was, you know, the Cody of 1984. He later testified in the OJ trial, which is like the ultimate cachet in Los Angeles. So, um, <laughs> Although he testified for OJ, so I don't know what that did for his career. Okay, But, you know, that was sort of my origin. And I've definitely followed all the trends in fitness um, since being a teenager at that time. And whether it's, you know, the hot yoga, um, Barry's boot camp, you know, I ran marathons, I, I dabbled in Zumba. So if there's something like fun and trendy to do in the fitness world, that's me. And I ended up injuring myself and having to stop running and stop Barry's. So I was like 99% soul cycle. And um, so really into spin, super fun. Um, I had to give away like, 50 items of full cycle clothing once I went full Peloton. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, so I was all soul. And, you know, one thing I noticed was that I'd bump into people and I'd say, Hey, I haven't seen you at soul in a while. What's up? And I kept hearing, Oh, I got a Peloton. Oh, I got a Peloton. <laughs> so it was like in the back of my mind. And then when I, what got me to pull the trigger on getting a Peloton and I, this was pretty recently, like, November of 2019. So I'm new to Peloton, but I, I work, one part of my job was crisis communications Mm -hmm. and I was, um, which is like really stressful. And I was dealing with crisis communications about like a particular, let's say scandal. Um, you can call it what you want, but, um, (laughs) ironically, it just so happened that the, um, individual who was, or an individual who was, part of this uh, situation was on my same same schedule at SoulCycle. So I was going to work out to like de-stress from dealing with this whole situation. And I had my bike and this person had their bike and like no shade, you know what? Everyone should work out and everyone should feel good. But I was going in part to like, just forget about the situation, yeah. forget about the stress. And I had, you know, I was on bike 29. It's, uh, you know, on the side and this person was front row and I literally could not get them out of my vision. Yeah. And, and I just thought, what am I doing? So between hearing about it from all my friends and then sort of not getting what I wanted from the soul cycle experience because I was getting more annoyed than uh, relieved, I just pulled the trigger and I had never... I didn't even ride the bike. I just walked into the place and bought it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. What a unique, uh, a unique tale. Yeah. That is the first time I have ever heard that story. And I've asked that a lot. Totally. And just backing up real quick, the boutique fitness craze, the Jane Fonda workout was actually invented by a woman named Lenny Kasdan. And it's a riveting story. And if if anybody wants to find out more about it, there's a podcast that I love. It's it's, I, it's a nerd podcast because it's like pop culture stuff, and, but it's uh, it's called Decoder Ring. And oh. each week they'll tackle a different like pop culture thing and basically ask 
Why does this exist and why do people care? So one week they'll do cabbage patch dolls, the next week they'll do truck nuts. Like you never know. And but they did a two part thing about the history of the Jane Fonda workout and where it came from and they interviewed Jane Fonda and Lenny Kazan at the same time, first time ever, and it, there's quite the turmoil behind the creation of the Jane Fonda Ooh. workout. And and like I think everyone knows how, how much I care about working out, which is like not at all. And it was <laughs> Riveting from beginning to end. So okay. it's, okay, it, I'm going to listen to that yeah. because yeah. I I was there like <laughs> in situ when it was happening. Yeah. I was right there in that studio, loving every minute. And so. like in younger people, like I'm like I'm I just turned fifty, so I remember like the height of that craze. But a, a lot of younger people, they don't really realize like how huge yeah the no, Jane Fonda workout was. I mean, it was just. I mean it I mean it invented an industry. It did. It, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So Wow. Anyway, I just wanted to to put that plug in there and because yeah, it was it was fascinating. I thought people would No, totally. Would it, I'm so. glad you did. Yeah. I have a question I'm about I'm going to give it a listen. So. I have a question about your job with crisis management. So, <laughs> it, are you always in a panic? Like are you always in a crisis? Is like cuz like like most people need a crisis manager if they're doing things properly. Once maybe Maybe twice But like But like If it's your job You're just rolling From crisis to crisis To crisis Like how Like You need to de-stress How do you sleep at night That sounds (laughs) So So let me clarify That um I am no longer Doing that job Okay Uh, And it was It was a piece of my job But it was You know Anytime that's a piece of your job That's like Not the fun part of your job And it's Extremely stressful And I had sort of like four crises back to back. Like I wasn't supposed to become a specialist in crisis management. It just, mm-hmm. it just happened. Like yeah. I was wrong place, wrong time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I was, you know, it, it was definitely a lot. It's hard to escape. Uh, it just stays in your mind all the time. And you're like super tense, which was why I kept going to soul cycle and like getting on my bike and trying to sweat it out. Yeah. yeah, and I that's bet. why you needed your space from whoever that was. Yeah, right, right, exactly, exactly. I totally get that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just keep thinking of the show Scandal. Sure, how can you not? Right? Like, yeah. If she said she worked at a, if she said she was a surgeon in Korean War, I'd be thinking, I would think, think of Mash. Mash. So like that's right. that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, it, it's not a line of work I was intending to go into. It, it came to me. Okay. Uh, okay. I didn't come to it. Yeah. I think that would almost no have longer to, in that line of yeah. work. So. I would think it would almost have to work that way too. I don't think you could be like I I would like to manage yeah. crises. <laughs> yeah. You never know. I mean, if that's what you want to do, like I, I have at it, but yeah. um it's 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 not fun uh, for me. It right. was not like right. the fun part of my job. Yeah. So, um, so if you've transitioned away from that, do you like have a full-time job now? Do you do you do something like, are you just at home? Cause I, I don't no, know. I, I work in communications and marketing. Okay. I have a, a full-time position and I actually um, posted about this a little bit on, on Peloton closet. I have just recently transitioned from, uh, from one job to another. Cool. And while I was interviewing, one of the questions I got was, uh, cause I'm making kind of a big change. And one of the people said, you know, how do you plan to do this? Like, is this going to be hard? What do you think? And I channeled again, like my muse, Jess Sims. And I said, I can do hard things. So I credit her with helping me get this new gig. That is awesome. I love that. 
What a great story. Does Jess Sims know this? Does she heard that? I, I don't think so. Oh. so we're, we're not in touch, but I, I would love to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to make that happen. I think she would really love that. That's great. Okay, so then now when, going back to Peloton Closet. So yeah. do you said you get a lot of custom requests. Like so people now has this been like since before you started Peloton Closets that people just knew you shopped, you had friends or was this like once it started, people started reaching out and you, out to you and they were like, I want that bra or I want those pants. Yeah. Well, it all started because um, I took Robin's turkey burn with a couple girlfriends. And so like this is just this past, you know, November uh, 2020. And we were texting afterwards. And uh, one of my girlfriends said, I love those hands to leggings that Robin's wearing. They're so cute. And um, I said, oh, well, those were in Peloton Apparel. They sold out in a hot second, but I've done a deep dive and I found a dupe uh, at Carbon 38. It's the uh, Takara Shine houndstooth legging. Um, and, you know, I just texted her link and she was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. That's so cool. And I texted back. I said, you know, I was thinking maybe I should like start an Instagram um, just where I could do this for fun. And everyone started texting back, do it, do it. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's my origin story. I so. love it. That's I awesome. Love it. <laughs> so you're, so you're doing these all, all by yourself. You don't have like a team of people behind the scenes. It's just you every day. It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be at a point where I've, you know, got a bunch of people doing my bidding, but um, <laughs> we all? Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I have a day job. Um, I'm pretty committed to my career and this is just something I'm doing for fun. I, um, you know, I mentioned, like, I literally thought this would just be a little thing I dabble in for a handful of people. And the fact that 5,000 people have responded and it seems to be growing, you know, I'm going to have to figure out some better ways to manage my time. And, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I haven't monetized. Um, I'm not, you know, I didn't start this thinking like, oh, I can really like make a buck finding um, instructor clothes. So that's something that, you know, might come in time. Okay. Sure. But awesome. Not, not the reason I started. Yeah, right. totally. And I, you know, I found, because I feel like we're in a similar situation that, we, you know, we started this because she it, loved Peloton. It's like a labor it, of love. Nobody sat down exactly. and like, we'll start this and we'll make money off of it. And, and right, we do, right. now it's making a little bit of money, but, but mostly gets poured back into making it yeah. easier for us to make more of these. Right. You so, know? so like you, we still can keep that day job. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But, but I it, think that's the best kind because yeah, it's so genuine. If right. You, if you start from the vantage point of I, I want to do this to make money in an endeavor like this. Like, I just feel like that shines through. It does. You know? I totally right. agree. I think, yeah. I think there's yeah. a lot of people out there trying to make a buck off Peloton and yeah. it shows. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, I've seen where, you know, some brands like, I don't know, I've never heard of them, um, have reached out to me and said like, oh, hey, girl, do you want to be an ambassador? You know, that sort of like high hen type of yeah. DM yeah. that you get. Yeah. <laughs> and that does not resonate for me. I I would only want to work and I think I'll have the luxury uh because this is not my source of income and it's you've got to make a deposit before you can take a withdrawal so I'm just doing this for fun but um my plan is if I have the opportunity to work with some brands it's going to be ones that I would wear that I feel good about right you know and it's going to be genuine I would never just like hawk something for money and I hope that the people who follow Peloton Closet know that they can trust what I promote and you know, I'm not going to 
say buy this sports bra because they're paying me. Yeah. So that's exactly how we take it. Yeah, that's, totally. Yeah, I've, yeah, had I mean, those, I've gotten those emails too, and I'm just like, no. Nah. Yeah, we're just like, nah. That's a quick <laughs> buck, buck that just would bite you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you have to have you have to have your uh, boundaries and what you love because again that shines through. So I I think that you will be very successful with that taking that approach. But like, uh, just to be clear, you only do this on Instagram, nothing on on Facebook, right? I do have a Facebook account. Okay. I've just kind of started to realize, uh, you know, it makes sense to be on both platforms. And um, so I've been spending a little bit more time on Facebook. But um, for right now, Instagram is my primary channel. Okay. Well, uh, just so you know, there's about two million Peloton groups, and so uh, yeah. if you start if you start digging in over there, let us know, and we'll give everybody the link because a huge majority of Peloton users are on Facebook and not on yeah. Instagram. It's a it's a really odd amount how many are on Facebook, yeah. not Instagram. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have a Peloton Closet. It's the I'm the same name everywhere. I'm Peloton awesome. Closet on Facebook. I'm Peloton Closet on Instagram. I'm Peloton Closet on. Um, on the bike. So, you know, I, as I said, I come from a communications background. Consistency is really important. You're like, yeah. I've got that down. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Peloton Closet. Anywhere you choose to find me, that's where I'll be. Okay. And yeah, but I definitely realized that there's like some untapped gold um, mm. on Facebook. So I'll yeah. probably be spending more time there. Awesome. Now, what about your favorite uh, instructor to to ride with? Who's Who's that? Oh my gosh. Again, like so, so many, uh, I'm a huge, again, I go back to Jess King, you know, I do the Jess King experience, uh, every Thursday, I'm a big music person. I did her whole music festival set, uh, or that whole series. So fun. Who else? I love Ben. I just, this morning, I just did the, the T uh, no, it wasn't Ben. Matt Wilfers did the Tiesto ride. And then I did Ben's, uh, Tiesto, the strength class. So it was like a, a double Tiesto day. And, and I also love Ben as an instructor. Um, I started with Allie. I think she's like the entry instructor for everyone, probably, or for a lot of people. She's so <laughs> recognizable. And Robin is so inspirational. Um, I love everything about her. So awesome. those are a few favorites, but okay. I'm, you know, I'll try anyone. Uh, you know, oh my gosh, Tune Day. I can't leave Tune Day out. <laughs> She's a queen. She is a queen. So, um, yeah. She's amazing for sure. Uh, now, what about like the content? Do you stick pretty much just to the bike? I heard some strength in there. Do you do any of the yoga, the bar, anything like that? Yeah, I, um, I did bar for years and years. And um, so I love the Peloton bar classes. I did a whole bunch of them in September. And I hear, and maybe, you know, maybe you guys can enlighten me, but I hear March. March, is, classes. March is, is when it's happening. Yep, definitely. That's awesome. Yes. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah uh, that'll be so. great. And then I'm sure they're going to be coming out with more of the um, Pilates too. I'm sure those will be coming. And, uh, and then of course, sessions need to come back. So you know, they always have so much going on. And so you live in L.A. still? I'm in Southern California. Southern yeah, California. Not, okay. not L.A. proper. But OK. Yeah. And For us, it's all L.A. Right, right. OK, <laughs> yeah, just say L.A. Then. We're, yeah, we're in St. Louis. So there's like L.A., San Francisco, and then everything else in California. OK, That's yeah, okay. L.A. Yeah. Is, is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, so now do, are you familiar with the um, homecoming that Peloton does? Since you're pretty new, I wasn't sure. 
Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about it. So um, obviously the first one that I would have, uh, you know, had awareness or interest in was during COVID. So that didn't, uh, you know, that, that didn't happen. I actually, like the last time I traveled anywhere uh, was in February of uh, 2020. And uh, I was in New York City and um, was hoping to take a class in the studio. And I uh, I didn't get it together. It was a pretty quick trip, but I walked by, you know, I like did the paid homage to you know, the mothership. Um, <laughs> so um, once I get to travel again, um, definitely that is on my bucket list. Awesome. That'll be great. It's a lot of fun. So I hope you can make it. Yeah. It's uh, ironic. The last time I traveled was in February and it was to L.A. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. It was probably a lot warmer than when I was in New York. Yeah, I'm sure. That's that's safe to say. Okay, so like, do you have any advice for people who are just getting, uh, you know, getting their bike or getting their tread, getting involved in fitness? Yeah, I think. Just being open, you know, is is so much fun and being open to all of the, what what makes Peloton special, whether it's the breadth of, of, of different instructors, whether it's just high fiving some random person or, you know, like you indicated, I, I'm a big Reddit person. So I joined the Peloton um, Reddit community and I get so much great information there. And I think that that really enhances it. So like the more you do, the more you get back. Um, And then on the fashion side, I think I had a friend say to me, it's so strange that people would want to buy these outfits to sit in their house and work out by themselves. That's what Tom says all the time. I've heard that said. You know, my and Crystal, you tell me what your take is on this. My take is, you know, when I was going to fairies, soul, you name it, wherever I was going out in the real world. I'm like a little more self-conscious about what I have on and what people, you know, are going to think. And is this age appropriate? And like, I'm not 20. So like my stomach maybe doesn't look, you know, with the perfect six pack if I'm not wearing a tank or whatever. But working out in the comfort of my own home, like I let it fly. You know, if I want to wear mermaid leggings and a sparkle sports bra, like, I'm going to wear it and nobody has anything to say. And it's been actually like freeing and, and super fun. And I think has gotten me out of a, of a comfort zone or out of self-consciousness and into more like just being myself and having so much more fun with it. I don't really think of it in those exact same terms, but I think I have a similar, similar reaction to it because I like to see the the fun colors. I like to see like it it energizes my entire workout. Like if I feel good about what I'm wearing and I just got a new outfit, it's like I know I'm only showing it off to my bike or my tread. I don't care. Or me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah. I don't I don't let as many things fly as you are comfortable doing because I take a lot of selfies and nobody needs to see that. So <laughs> I mostly do legging selfies. So, um, so when you can't see anything above the waist, it's, uh, you know, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I do. I love all the colors and uh, and I love finding I love finding stuff that I love and I love seeing the stuff that the instructors are wearing. I really like like how Robin puts things together because when she did a thing on Instagram, it was all like for her Adidas closet and she like had everything 
I was so blown away by the way that she would like take something randomly and then put it with this pair of shoes. And I would never think to do that. And I've said before that like I would have to go buy each individual item exactly as she did it. (laughs) And it wouldn't be me because that's Robin. But like I love all of those things the way she puts them together. But like I don't like them individually. It's so weird. Like I'm so weird about those things. But I love that, that all of the instructors have their own unique style and I love how they'll wear like a mesh top over something and like and they'll take the tank tops and they cut them and they tie them and make them all cute and everything (laughs) it's amazing so I I love that you are able to offer that to people to be able to find all of those items because as you said they all sell out in the boutique right exactly exactly (laughs) and and you know I think I mean I'm really committed to body positivity and all different shapes and sizes should have fun with getting dressed to to participate in fitness and you know like you mentioned robin it's been really fun to watch her wardrobe as she's that's a good gotten pregnant and and expanded and you know i i said like robin at about six months pregnant is like me at the fittest i've ever been amen but um <laughs> you know it's um it's been fun to see like different instructors with different body types, like Olivia, who's probably 90 pounds soaking wet. And then Christine, who has, you know, curves and her thighs that she's always talking about, you know, having to embrace after being criticized for, for her shape and size and Robin. And, you know, they might all wear the same brand of legging and rock it. And that's really fun. And I think there's a lot, you know, women get a lot of messages on social media and whatever. And to see people who look, different ways and all of them look amazing it's you know i think that's a message we all can use absolutely i definitely agree with that yeah <laughs> so i know that uh you like to keep your branding consistent across all channels so here's the test what's uh your leaderboard name peloton closet there we go <laughs> she did it. we have a winner she did it <laughs> well, i have another i started out with something else sure. and i um I have I have my other one that I that I use, but I'm I'm shifting over slowly into a Peloton closet, of course. Awesome, that makes sense. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I thank you so much for joining us today. But before we let you go, just remind everybody again one more time where they where they can all the places they can find you. Yeah. So number one space to find me Peloton closet, uh, all one word on Instagram. And I encourage people to DM me, uh, let me know if there's something you're looking for. And um, I'm happy to help you find it. I post every day, uh, you know, a fresh outfit. Sometimes it's responding to DMs. Sometimes it's just something that's caught my eye. And then I'm also, like I mentioned before, um, getting more into being on Facebook. I'm on the Peloton uh, Reddit site all the time. And yeah, and on the bike on Peloton Closet. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. We do too. Well, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, uh, we should pro- we will let people know here that uh, yeah. we're going to have her back. We are. We're going to make Peloton Closet a regular reoccurring segment on the show. People are so fascinated by the boutique and the clothes and how to get them and how to treat them and and just everything that goes on there. And we're, we decided we, we invited her to come back. And luckily she accepted. Yes. So thank you very much. And yes. so you'll be hearing more from Tori and more about... Uh, the different clothes and and where to find clothes like them or how to beat the bots in the boutique that are in there scooping everything up for the resale, all that sort of stuff. So keep an eye out for that. Coming soon 
to a clip out episode near you. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's it for this one. Until next time, where can people find you? Well, I was going to tell people what we were going to have. Oh, next I week. forgot to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's it for this one. What pray tell do you have in store for people next week? That's your line. There we go. <laughs> We've only done 194 of these things. Got me a little slack. Amanda Teal. Uh, I'm really excited about this because uh, she is really super into CrossFit and only recently a Peloton convert. And that's interesting because the CrossFit people, they get a little, they, they got their CrossFit uh, yep. and they, they, they're not, they, they don't want the Peloton. Yeah. And so she is... She's, she's breaking down the barrier. She is. And I and so we have a whole conversation about that and reverse dieting, which is fascinating. So okay. I can't wait. Awesome. Well, until next time, <laughs> where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online. Facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group uh, and of course uh, wherever you get your podcast from be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode so uh, that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep public and running Put in. Put in.